Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Um, they tell me all the time to, uh, to, to score first, um, to get to the rim. I know that uh, I do like to pass, and there's times where I'm at the rim and I pass out for threes or do whatever, but uh, it's honestly just about staying aggressive. And I felt like at that time, I don't think Giannis and Chris were in the game. So um, it's kind of obvious. <laughs> I got to go out there and, 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 and score. Um, but, you know, even with Chris and Giannis out there, and even though I already had it going, uh, you, you hear Chris and Giannis like, keep going, keep going. So especially when you have the hot hand, you just got to take advantage of it and, and, and ride it out. It's Rami and Tim on 1250 AM. The fan back to the Packers talk at the top of the hour. But the Bucks in the middle of uh, what Timmy would call the 2021 championship season. Mm-hmm. And joining us now to talk about that, my guy from the Athletic, our Milwaukee basketball insider, Pleasure to welcome in Eric Name for his maiden voyage on the Rami and Tim show. What's up, Eric? How are you this afternoon, my friend? I am great. Thank you so much for having me, and welcome back. Thank you, man. It's good to be back, and I'm sure Timmy's happy to be here as well. Hey, I was reading your piece on the dunker, the, the and they have new tape on the floor at the Bucks practice facility. We knew about the boxes around the three-point line that are supposed to indicate where guys should be spending most of their time in Mike Budenholzer's offense. Mike Budenholzer's offense, easy for me to say. But now there is a big box down around the rim. Can you explain to folks, you know, paraphrase what it is that big box means and and what 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 it changes about the Bucks offense? Sure. So the first iteration of Mike Budenholzer's offense kind of had five small squares all around the three-point line and. Obviously, what that signified was exactly what they're trying to do. On offense, they're trying to live around the three-point line, create as much space as possible, and then drive to the basket. And, you know, kind of what they found in the last two years, especially in the postseason, is that, you know, putting all five guys out there let teams more easily wall up the paint to Giannis. Specifically, what you saw a lot was Giannis bringing the ball down the middle of the floor, two guys on the wings, two guys in the corners, and teams would essentially just say, all right, well, he's in the middle of the floor. We're going to build a three-man wall at the free throw line. And then our two guys down below, 
know where your guys are going to be. So we don't have to worry about anything else. We just need to find the corners, the wings, and build that wall, and we'll be fine. We can switch. We can do whatever we need, and we're going to be able to build that wall. And essentially what Mike Boonholzer and his staff did this offseason was eliminate one of the five boxes from around the three-point line. Uh, And what we're talking about is, I mean, these boxes used to be like a foot and a half by a foot and a half. Now down the baseline, you have a 30-foot-long box. It's about six, eight feet wide, goes a little bit out of bounds. And kind of what the goal is, is that wall that they used to build at the free throw line, you can't have three people there anymore. Like you're too, the four boxes are too spread out. There's too much space on the perimeter. And then down below, kind of the goal is, all right, you want to you wanna have a helper at the rim against Giannis, which obviously every team does. Okay, we're going to make it a little guy. We're going to make it your point guard, or we're going to make it your shooting guard. Or, I mean, we'll even make it your small forward. And that person is not going to be used to protecting the rim. And in the past, you could just kind of switch some assignments and you could keep your center there. And now that is no longer the case. And, and kind of what the goal is, is getting rid of that initial wall, more space for drivers to attack. And then, you know, when you do want to build that help, there's someone behind the defense that you have to account for. And, and that makes it really uncomfortable for, for different players at the rim. So uh, that is a hopefully somewhat short synopsis of, of the Bucks' new offense and kind of what they're doing this year. And, uh, there's graphics and videos and, and all sorts of stuff that can help people understand it better in my article. Yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. Uh, Eric, uh, Rami asked me on Monday, and I, I want to get you, I hold your uh, Bucks uh, information in high regard, but he asked me the question, the first thing I thought of, well, let's get a, a, a Bucks expert to, to talk about that. He asked me about what we should be watching or what are we going to learn as the regular season goes along, because you know, quite quite frankly, the last couple of years, I mean, the goal has to be to move forward in the postseason. What would you? How would you answer that, Eric? When when it comes time to here, we are eleven games in, and you know the season's going to grind on seventy two games all told. But what are fans watching for right now to learn? What can we learn about the Bucks throughout this regular season? I think one thing that I've shared with you know the guys that used to fill this time slot on the big show is that and and i really try not to tell fans what to do right like fans are going to do their own thing and you should all have your own feelings but like the first thing i always tell people to do is like actually enjoy this right like i know the bucks haven't found postseason success the last two years but you're watching the back-to-back mvp you're watching a couple time all-stars you're watching you know a team that's built to win a whole bunch of games all the time so first of all try to enjoy it from time to time um, they are eight and four. They are very good. Uh, so try to enjoy it. But I think kind of what you're looking for when you're trying to figure out, have they figured new things out for the postseason? is one, the new offense. How does that actually work? Does that, you know, make things easier for Giannis? And then when you're looking at Giannis, you're looking at, Hey, has he figured out what he's doing at the free throw line? He went six for 10 again last night. I think he's hovering somewhere around 62% somewhere around there. Uh, so is he getting better at the free throw line? Is he getting better at the baby hook? Is he getting better at the turnaround jumper? You know, is he creating in, you know, kind of developing the tools that he needs to succeed in the postseason? 
And then, you know, how does Drew Holiday fit in? I think one thing that we saw last night was Drew Holiday's really good offensively. He's been incredible in isolation for the last, you know, kind of five years. And you're seeing how that can affect the Bucks' offense. And, you know, then the, the bigger question that I, I know all Bucks fans are always concerned about is, you know, is Mike Budenholzer making adjustments defensively? Are they making changes defensively? And And honestly – you know, through the first five or six games, I kept thinking to myself, like, no, doesn't doesn't really look like they're going to. It looks like they're going to do pretty much pretty much everything the same that that they've done it in the past. And then, you know, last Friday they play the Jazz. The Jazz make them look silly for the first half, and then in the second half the Bucks come out and they're doing things entirely different defensively. They're trying multiple different things, you know, to try to find an answer. Um, you know, in the very first game of the season, it was only the fourth quarter, but in the fourth quarter they were switching different things defensively and trying new things uh, on that end. And then, you know, you get to Orlando on Monday, and in the first quarter, halfway through it, the bench unit comes on the floor and the Bucks are switching. You know, their big guys, their two big guys are switching action that happens between their assignments, and then the three smaller guys are switching action that happens between their guys. And that's brand new. And, and that isn't just, you know, like, you know, everything went wrong, so let's see if we can make an adjustment. That was six minutes into the game. And, and I think that, to me, has kind of shown that, you know, maybe there is a willingness for this Bucks team to try new things. And maybe there is a willingness for Mike Brunelzer to do things different defensively. And I think the next three games are going to be really interesting in that regard. You know, you think of back to the bubble, Dallas came in, Luka Doncic embarrassed them. He, he's throwing assists all over the place, triple-double. They score, I can't remember what it was, triple digits easily. And they're just tearing the Bucks up. You look at, uh, at they come into five-star form tomorrow night. Uh, you go to Monday, Bucks go out to Brooklyn. Now Brooklyn has added Kevin Durant. They're gonna, they're, it sounds like James Harden's going to play on Monday. Uh, so that should be fun and exciting. Next Thursday, you have the Lakers. Obviously, they're the defending champs, and they're going to make some things happen offensively that are going to be really different, difficult for the Bucks to cover. And this, again, I don't want to put too much on this, that like, hey, you know, this is the test, and if you fail these three games, you, know, you might as well – say it's over for the whole season but like if they are going to make adjustments defensively and try new things this is like a really fun three game stretch to watch and see you know if those adjustments are being made and if there are adjustments being made which ones they are talking with eric name of the athletic our milwaukee basketball insider here on rami and tim your new afternoon show on 1250 a.m the fan you brought up the nets and, and the acquisition of james harden yesterday that's a lot of talent there, Eric, but but do you think it works? Everybody's wondering if, if it's too much drama and, and, and just too much going on there between James Harden and Kyrie Irving, who, to my knowledge, still has not reported back to the team. Can, can they make that thing work in Brooklyn, in your opinion? Yeah, I mean, that's the big question. Obviously, you start with, you know, what is going on with Kyrie Irving and whether or not he comes back. So you have to start there and I, I don't think anyone really has any insight into that. So we'll all have to watch that. But, you know, in the hypothetical world that Irving does come back, James Harden gets back into shape, and all of a sudden they have those three guys, I think maybe the questions about what they do offensively are a little overblown. Kevin Durant is, again, I, w- I think I graduated the 
third grade, the the summer, uh, you know, when Jordan won his last championship. So, like, I can't speak to appreciating Michael Jordan, um, <laughs> but Kevin Durant's the greatest scorer I've ever been able to appreciate. And, you know, second or third on that list, probably third between or I guess behind LeBron James, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, third might be James Harden. He, he's really incredible. And then you add a guy in Kyrie Irving that can really score the ball. So offensively, they're going to be fine. They're going to be able to figure it out. All three of those guys can shoot. They can play off the ball. I think the real question is they're defensively. Uh, you know, none of those guys have ever made an all-defensive team. Kevin Durant's the only one that's ever sniffed an all-defensive team. And, and even in those moments, it's whether or not he wants to defend and, you know, sometimes he turns it on, sometimes he turns it off. Durant might be the best defender in their lineup. You look at DeAndre or Jordan getting a little bit older at center, or if you want to go small, Jeff Green is getting old as well. Uh, and then Joe Harris has been a guy previously that teams really picked on. He's gotten better defensively. But, you know, that's a, a team that just can't defend, and that's a lot of targets for, for opponents to pick on. So, uh, you know, I think offensively they'll work it out. I don't know that they'll they'll be drama just because, you know, those are three guys that have very strong personalities. But you know, I think it really is going to come down to whether or not they can actually defend. And, and that's going to be a real question. And they're going to have, you know, if they get everyone back together and ready to go, they're going to have about 50 games to figure that out before they get to the postseason. But uh, I still think by the time we get to the postseason, that'll be the question. Okay, projected uh, winner in the East then. I, I, I know some of you guys don't like to do this, but I, I'll throw it out there anyway. Um, would it be, you know, uh, the the Nets? Would it be Milwaukee? Maybe Philly gets things together. Boston, a little bit of a runner. But who who do you like in the East now that that change has been made? Yeah, I think in the past it, it was pretty easy for me to say, you know, the Bucks are – the hands-down favorite, and I've said that the last two years, and obviously they, they haven't represented the Eastern Conference in either of those. So there is a level of prove-it to, to kind of what the Bucks are doing. So, you know, I think it's pretty even odds between all four of those teams, but, you know, if, if I have to pick one, it's probably just the Nets because of how much talent they do have and how much talent they've put together. You know, you're looking at two MVPs and Harden and Durant and a guy in Irving that's really been through it all and won a championship. So uh, I think they probably moved to the top, and, and I think Vegas kind of has reflected that as well. Um, that may just suggest more people want to bet on them. But still, like, I do think there's a reason why they have moved into that top spot. But th- this is a really fun Eastern Conference in that the Sixers are playing probably the best that they've ever played uh, just with their kind of core and what they're doing under Doc Rivers. The Celtics keep getting better. Jason Tatum keeps getting better. Jalen Brown keeps getting better. Uh, those top four teams in the East are, are really something serious. And I don't know if we reach Indiana, but if there's anyone in Indiana, they're probably mad that I'm not talking about the Pacers being very good as well this year. But, you know, this is the strongest we've seen the Eastern Conference in, in recent years. And I think right now I put the Nets at the top. Uh, obviously, we have to see how it all works out. But, you know, there's a bunch of teams in the mix in the East. Eric, I know I know you're busy, so I just want to make sure you got the most important news of the last couple of days, and that's that Vanguard now delivers. So uh, Milwaukee is a better place, and I can't wait to get back down there. And I can't wait for things to just go back to normal and go have a beer with Eric Name at the Vanguard or, or anywhere else because I like talking basketball. I like just hanging out with the young man. 
who started right here in this time slot and now is our Milwaukee basketball insider. Thank you so much, Eric. We'll talk again next week, dude. I look forward to talking to you then. I look forward to that beer whenever we may be able to have it. Let's do it. And he joins us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If applying for a home renovation loan has you feeling anxious, breathe and let Great Midwest Bank help you experience mm-hmm. a state of banquility. Get start. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.